Discover the leader in you with the leadership linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen, former New England Patriot turned PhD. I bring a new brand of inspiration and passion to audiences worldwide. Having served and consulted with Fortune 500 companies, the National Football League Players Association, and the White House, each week I will prescribe empowering, motivational, and life-changing medicine for your soul. Now, it's time to discover the leader in you. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Discover the Leader in You. Today we have a special twist on our show. Typically, we start with introducing our host, Dr. Jason Carthen, who's live and in the studio. Dr. J. Hey, hey. And you have me, your co-host, M. Today, I decided to take the show on a different route. We're going to turn the tables, and instead of interviewing our um, significant people that we have that come and drop knowledge on our show, I'm going to turn the tables and interview our very own Dr. J. <laughs> Why am I interviewing Dr. J, you ask? Well, let's just take the title, for instance. Discover the Leader in You today is going to be a behind-the-scenes look at publishing, a conversation with Dr. Jason Carthen. Dr. Jason Carthen has a book in the works, and we just want to share with you some of his ideas and thoughts. But before I do that, let me just drop a little bit of knowledge here. Have you guys ever thought about writing a book and how intimidating and lengthy the process can be? I mean, there's several moving parts and tireless days, and nobody pats you on your back when you're in the thinking tank by yourself. Those days can be filled with staring at a blank screen with nothing on it. In fact, let's keep it real. It can be downright hard. Sometimes you just want to give up. One of the biggest barriers in just getting started or finding the courage to face your fears and make the commitment to write regardless of the potential criticism and outcome, if it is not received well, it can, it can be challenging. I mean, it could, it could really be challenging. So I want to encourage you today to never allow anything to get in your way. If you have a message that you want to share with the world via writing a book, then today we want to pull back the curtains a little bit and talk to you about a recent publication titled 52 Ways to Tackle Leadership for Your Success, written by Dr. Jason Carson. So I want you to sit back today, call in with your questions if you have any at one 281-1110, and I encourage you to call in with these questions. This is your time to just ask away. And the number again is 1-888-281-1110. Before I introduce our guest for the day, let me just remind you guys of a couple things. We do have our app that has launched on iTunes and the Google Play Store. If you do not carry us in your purse or your back pocket, please download the app and get connected with us today. Also, take a visit on our website at www.jasoncarthen.com and make sure you sign up for some of our freebies that we have on site. There's videos, um, video series that we give away, and also you can sign up for the Monday Morning Leadership Minute as well. Our goal is we want you to achieve your personal best, so you definitely want to have these videos and stay connected with us. Also, a reminder, the I Speak Life Academy workshop on how to get booked to be a paid speaker is coming up soon in March. Uh, we will keep you posted on the dates with that as we're transitioning from one thing to another. Um, and right now, we just want to focus on today's show. So without further ado, let me tell you a little bit about our guest. <laughs> what? I love you. You're a sweetheart. I, I just love how you're doing this. And I, I couldn't have picked 
uh, just a, a better person to do this because you know me in and out. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. This is great. Well, like I said before, I was so rudely interrupted. <laughs> Let me tell you a little bit about our guest. I mean, he's on the mic every Saturday and you get to hear a little bit of the spiel in the beginning, you know, former New England Patriots turned PhD and he brings, you know, a, a different view of things. He brings a different flavor. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, he's very humble and he's very shy. So I'm actually putting him on the spot, and that's why he cut me off. But we're going to forgive him for that. Just a little little brief history about my husband. He graduated from Ohio University. Then he went on to Malone University, Harvard Business School. And to put the icing on the cake, he graduated with his Ph.D. in organizational leadership from Regent University. I'm very proud to be married to Jason Carthen who is the president and CEO of Jason Carson Enterprises. He's a fantastic father to our five beautiful girls. And that's all I'm going to share with you. Anything else, you need to come to the website. You need to connect with us. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And now, without further ado, my husband, Dr. Jason Carthen. Hey, gorgeous. Thank you so much. I, I just consider it a privilege. I mean, whenever I have an opportunity to be able to share on the mic or even in person doing a keynote or a training or something like that. I just consider it just an awesome privilege because if you have a moment to speak into someone's life, it can actually either cultivate greatness in them or you can put them on the path to recovery, whatever it may be. So I have a lot of intentionality when I try to uh, speak to people and talk to them. So I consider it uh, today just a very special moment, and this is great. And so. be honest, it's a little weird sitting on the opposite side <laughs> of the table, isn't it? It really is because, hey, typically – I'm just ready to go. I'm focused. It's game face. You know, it's like when I used to get ready to play ball. I had a, a very strict agenda of what I was going to do, and I stuck with it. And today is really a, a great opportunity to just kind of sit back and turn the tables. And my bride is always doing that sort of stuff with me. She puts me in a place where I have to, like, uh, be, uh, how would I say it, um, flexible. Yes, go with the flow. <laughs> okay. I'd say let your hair down, but that's my job. So <laughs> so we'll keep this going. But I'm really excited about this book. <clears throat> We've been talking about it for some time now. We let our listeners know that, hey, Jason's got a book coming out. Be sure to stay tuned. We'll keep you posted. Yep. But what is the book about? Give our listening audiences just a, a, some insight into that. Yeah, well, 52 Ways to Tackle Leadership for Your Success is really a culmination of my uh, writing in airports, on the airplane, uh, on the road, doing so many different things, whether it's early in the morning. If many of you follow me on uh, Instagram and Twitter, you'll see some of my posts coming out at 4.45 a.m. or 5 a.m. And, and really, I write whenever I have the chance because I have uh, field days with activities. But one of the things that I wanted to do was to provide a resource for anyone that had any goals or aspirations to be a leader. And the format of it allowed me to be able to do that because 52 weeks, you know, translates into 52 ways. So essentially every week you have a call to action and really some techniques and tools that you can use to tackle leadership for your success. And at the end of the day, my goal was to make sure you could use this as a resource, not to read it and then put it back on the bookshelf, but really to have it and go, okay, there's a call to action, you know, at the end of this chapter that talks about breaking the chains of fear, you know, in your life and, and how you can be better in business, how you can crack that six figure uh, income and then move towards a million dollar mark. You know, there's so many different things that, 
you can do, but a lot of times if you have all this information coming at you and you don't have a resource that you can refer back to, it can be challenging. So that's the reason why I wrote this, and, and that's really why the 52 ways to tackle leadership for your success is pinned that way. Okay, and you said you want your readers to be able to pick the book up and not put it back on the shelf. I mean, mm-hmm. can you tell the tell the listening audience and the readers that are out there um, myself included, because I can't wait till it's finalized. I can highlight and mark my own notes. It's coming. It. It's almost what, here. What can you expect to pick up on it when you pick it up and you open it and you look at it? I mean, 52 ways. Is it just, you know, one, two, three? Like, can you expand a little bit about no, that? No, great question. No, the way, it, you know, I alluded to it there briefly, but the way it's set up, you know, I start off with a quote. And I don't know if any of you uh, follow me already, but I have daily Quotes, you know, that come out without fail, probably for the last three years, you'll find daily quotes. And that's also a book that will be coming out later on. My bride keeps saying I need to make a calendar. I may do that, too. But at the end of the day, you know, this book is really it sets the tempo with that first quote. And that quote really gives you an idea of encouragement and also to understand that, hey, you are unique. Uh, the way you have been created, the way your life is tooled and working and moving forward, you are very unique. So the quote sets the tempo, and then we move right into that chapter. That really gives an idea of, okay, what can I expect? What is Dr. J talking about in this chapter, and how can I be encouraged? And so I provide a, a story. You know, the way the book is written, it gives you a story after the quote, And then it gives you some challenges. It gives you a call to action to finish, you know, that passage. And so that's why when I say you don't want to put it down, you know, the stories really, (laughs) I mean, a lot of them are are pulled and cold from my life, whether it's living in poverty and homelessness or dealing with uh, playing in the National Football League or transitioning, you know, that sort of thing. So chock full of stories, but most importantly, they all have uh, CTAs or call to actions there at the end. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to give you just a brief uh, look into that quote. It is, winning does not come from waiting on chance or relying on a single effort. It is the repeated and continual beating down of the door that stands between you and the dreams on the other side. Beat it down or walk away in defeat. You decide. That's powerful in itself. Oh, thank you, honey. Yeah, and that's that's just one example of one of those quotes, so... And I know we have to, to get ready to take a break, but before we go to break, can you tell our listening audience how long did it take you to write this book? Oh, oh wow. Okay. Well, writing part-time, uh, a year. <laughs> it took me a year. And, and I just want to let the listening audience know it, that may not be uh, what you do. I mean, you can write it uh, much sooner than that. But if you are juggling and, and I'm responsible for more than just one enterprise and I'm doing the training, consulting... You know, I had to write whenever I could. And so even on Instagram, you'll see some of the images and pictures there of my alarm clock. And I tell people, hey, I don't need an alarm clock to wake me up. (laughs) My purpose wakes me up. But at four o'clock in the morning, when you're trying to write, it's one of those things that the house is quiet. My bride is asleep. The babies are asleep. It gives me an opportunity to go, "Okay, all right, let me let me really dig into this and maximize my time. So. Writing part-time, it took me a year, but actually you can write it much sooner than that. 
Absolutely. And I've been a witness to some of the napkins and, and uh, pieces of paper <laughs> along the way. Um, in the gym, we, before yes. I, I had gotten really involved heavily in the gym, my husband used to write on post-it notes in the gym all over the place. And so one day I surprised him and put a dry erase board in our gym. And yes. and let me just share with you guys, it's filled with thoughts and purposes <laughs> and, and quotes. And so You're just, giving away all my secrets, hey, honey. Hey, you, what's that secret? It's kind of like a nugget. <laughs> It's just a way of telling everybody it can be done any way that you want to do it and however long it takes you to do it. And like you alluded to a little earlier, you're you know in charge of more than one enterprise. And so yeah. a year part-time, that's pretty good. <clears throat> that's pretty good considering that there's some people out there that have been trying to write books for years and maybe today they'll be impacted to go, okay, let me, so. let me pull this back out and and get and get this started yeah so. and, and that's the whole purpose i mean even when the opportunity to be able to share at this type of level with this interview i said well if it's going to allow someone to unlock their dreams then okay i'm i'm fine with that because as you shared i i'm not used to being up front like that i mean it is what it is but you know if i can help somebody else to write their book or birth this dream that they've had on the inside for a while then I certainly want to tell you my story and also tell you my process because a lot of times, you know, if you don't understand the process, it's hard to bring something to fruition. And there are a lot of moving parts, as you said so well at the very beginning. So you have to be um, able to navigate that and figure out, you know, what is it going to look like and then how can I duplicate the process ongoing as I go forward. So what made you go ahead and just like pull the trigger on and getting this one started for everyone. Yeah, well, actually, and that's the cool part. I mean, this book is actually one in a series. You know, Lessons in Leadership and Life is the series uh, that I've been working on for a while. And this one is actually the second one <laughs> in that process of that series. So I just thought it was time. And also, you know, there comes a time in people's life that, you know, you don't want to rest on your laurels. And despite all the things that I have going on, I wanted to get this out so I could get it in people's hands and that they could begin to use it and unlock their dreams. Perfect. Well, I want to thank you on behalf of everybody so far for being on the show, being transparent with us and allowing us to interview you today. It's pretty cool. We get to turn the tables and we don't often do that. Um, I want to remind everybody, you know, feel free to call in with your questions. You can also tweet them at, at Jason Carthen. We are live in the studio. The number for you to call in with any questions is 1-888-281-1110. And we are going to go to break. And when we come back, we will continue talking behind the scenes with Dr. Jason Carthen about his book. everybody to discover the leader in you we are taking a behind the scenes look at publishing and having a conversation with dr jason carthen before we went on break i asked dr jason you know what made him pull the trigger on getting this book out there and and if you guys missed a response you know we'll also air this again on thursday on our itunes account so be sure to tune in so that you can get that Please be sure to call in with any questions. Follow us on Twitter. Tweet us live at, at Jason Carthen. And let's get back to this interview. I'm really enjoying this. It's not often I get to put my husband out there and ask questions like this. So, Dr. J, why is this book? Why now? Why at this stage of your career did, are you like focusing on on sharing these 52 techniques with everyone? Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> well, I think for me, excuse me, I think uh, 
at the end of the day, after really two decades, 23 years, I look back and approaching 24 years doing this, whether it's public speaking or leading in an executive capacity, I said, you know, what has been some of the biggest challenges associated with leading? And a lot of it is being situational and understanding just the impact of uh, situational leadership and then dealing after a certain situation comes up. So I wanted to create a very practical resource, you know, and 52 Ways to Tackle Leadership for Your Success allows that to happen. And, you know, one of the things I shared early at the top of the show is that, you know, if you run into situations, you need a resource that you can look to that will give you an idea of how to handle it. And the way I have the chapter structured, I mean, they talk about strength, they talk about faith, they talk about conflict, they talk about execution, you know, so... The whole idea of making this thing uh, usable in an ongoing manner is what I wanted to do. So at this stage of my career, I'm very intentional in giving back and adding value to people, you know, and and that is a big deal for me because, you know, a lot of times you can lead people, but if you're leading from some ivory tower and you're not useful, then it's not very helpful. So I wanted to be very intentional and pull back the curtains and share about my time running up the stairs into uh, Foxborough Stadium and and talking to Bill Parcells and and what type of leadership that embodied or also running down the field um, and making the huge play and and different things that came from it. But you also have very practical things in there, too, that some people would not be privy to, not just football analogies, but but more importantly, you know, boardroom meetings, what takes place when you're dealing with a multi-billion dollar company and you're trying to navigate conflict and a break in communication and how leadership plays a role in that. So, I mean, there's so many nuggets in the book that really allow the readers to really get a firsthand look at some of the things that take place, you know, in boardrooms or even on the football field or even transitioning and what that looks like in a nonprofit arena, too. Right. Absolutely. And and you just share the way it's structured. It's written as a resource that, you know, can still be fun with actionable information for people. And I think that people can really, you know, take that and go, OK, this is not just somebody talking at me or not just somebody telling me what I right. need to do. I'm going to be wrong. You have stories that you're piling on top of examples and even giving quotes that people can just kind of go, OK, I can, I can dig into this. I can put my heels in this and kind of read into this Mm -hmm. in your first chapter you know you have the title break the chains of fear in your life and business i mean there's some people that aren't working in the business field they want to work into so the fact that you can you know imply both life and business it it gives somebody an opportunity to kind of go okay let me see what this is about can you tell us a little bit without giving away too much of your book what inspired you to make that your first chapter yeah that's a great question you know for me whether it's publishing like what we're talking about today or whether it's not whether you're being onboarded uh, in a organization and someone is saying, hey, you know, we have an expectation that you're going to perform at a very high level in your first 90 days because that will be your review after those 90 days. You know, it can elicit or cause a certain amount of fear. And, you know, I wanted to let people know it doesn't matter the context. Like I said, it can be uh, business. It can be just life, whatever it may be. But. You have to be ready for it. So you have to break the chains of fear, you know, and I give you very step by step instructions, you know, how to do that. You face your fear to reach your full potential, you know, then you move into identifying the root cause of that fear 
and addressing it. Uh, you know, many people have home of origin issues. I go into that. You know, how you are raised and the things that you are exposed to will inform your decision making, your thought processes, cognitively, how you will deal with things. So I go into that and give you actionable information of how you can break those uh, chains and begin to live a life that allows you to thrive and reach your full potential. Not for the faint of heart, but certainly doable. And if you look at the book as a resource, it provides, you know, those steps to be able to do it. Wow. And it sounds like, you know, you, you poured a lot of transparency and a lot of time into this book. And so, you know, I can imagine it how somebody reading it, if they're facing any challenges, what they would think about that. Now, I know you've given some, um, how do you say it? I'm not a publisher, so I'm not really sure, but... Um, what is it not like, oh, my gosh, the words like are slipping out of my mouth. <laughs> That's OK. Or, like I have a, a legal copy of the book. Like I'll put it that way. Basically. I have an illegal copy of the book. Now, I know I'm going to report you. There you go. Like I know you've shared a couple <laughs> copies, you know, unpublished yes. that are shared out there where people tell us what is some of the feedback that you're getting so far from these people? Yeah. Well, people are excited uh, because I, I, I think at the end of the day and you'll see it, you'll see some of the uh, different quotes and you'll see the foreword in the book uh, by a very dear friend of mine that I, I love like a brother. Uh, that really, I mean, people are saying, you know, the, hey, you want to go on a journey of leadership, then you need to read Dr. J's book. I mean, at, at the end of the day, and it's not, you guys know me, anybody that knows my heart, it's not self-promotion. It's really more of an idea of saying, hey, you know, I have something I want to share, and I think I will benefit and you'll benefit once you read this thing, and you begin to put some of these calls, call to actions into place and also use it to share, you know, it, when I talk about some of the talking points, maybe we'll get a chance to do that later on. You know, this is a resource that can be used with your, with your coaching clients. It's a resource that can be used uh, if you're going to have a board meeting. You know, you can talk about some of these calls to action that say, hey, you know what? If you're faced with conflict, you know, what are you going to do? Because I give some ideas in there. And, you know, the response has been very good. Uh, I can't wait until this launches at the end of the month. Uh, we're excited about it. I mean, the book is done. Right now, it's just going through the phases. The cover is done. Everything is, is ready to go. But I think positioning-wise, you want to be very intentional. I, I want people to know what's coming and what they can expect, along with the workbook <laughs> that we'll be coming after it as well. So. And in doing this, and I know you said that the cover is done and, and the book is complete and you're just waiting on things, you know, you shared this with people to get feedback from your audience itself, did you not? Yes, and that was fun. That was very fun. And what you're describing, basically, I have a very close-knit group, uh, that, and, and they've been great. I asked them for their opinions, you know, tell me what you're thinking, even the title of the book, even the, the cover of the book, I asked people. And I always welcome people into that inner circle. I mean, if you ever want to be involved at that level and be a part of some mastermind groups that I have, make sure you go to jasoncarthen.com and you can sign up right there on the right side and you'll be able to engage with some of these other people in the group. And, and there's some great people in there. I mean, we have executives, billion dollar companies. We have individuals that school teachers. We have individuals that own their own firms. And they provide a lot of feedback for me, and they're like a sounding board along with you, honey. I mean, I've asked you several times, well, what are your thoughts on this? I'm, I'm wondering about this aspect of it. So when I get that sort of feedback, I incorporate it, you know, and I, I always want people to know that this is their resource. You know, God has given me a platform, and I speak to thousands of people every year, and I'm not just thousands, tens of thousands of people every year, and the goal is to 
make sure I'm serving to add value to them. I have, matter of fact, uh, there's an engagement coming up, you know, at Notre Dame, and I have an opportunity to speak to the campus, and I'm going to talk to them about the the reality of servant leadership and the impact of emotional intelligence, some of the things I talk about in the book (laughs) as well, and just the benefit and the value of it. So I feel like, you know, I have to incorporate others' voices into uh, my published work so they have a greater understanding of the value I'm trying to provide and so it resonates with them long term, if that makes sense. So feedback is important to you all the way around, whether it's in a speaking engagement or even in your book or even just on your social media pages that you do. So if you're listening out there, listen, we like to hear your feedback. We love to, to know what you guys are thinking. We incorporate that in everything that we do. Now, I know we have to take a break here, but before we go on break, I kind of want to dive into this a little bit. And at the end of each of your chapters, you have what's called a takeaway tackle. Now, we start with a quote. We break it down. We give people some things to read and digest and everything. And then at the end, you do a takeaway tackle. So we won't start the conversation because we have to go on break. But when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about what is a takeaway tackle. Ladies and gentlemen, you are having an opportunity to go behind the scenes and take a look at publishing with the conversation at Dr. Jason Carthen. We'll be right back. Don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> <laughs> That's a throwback that right there. That is a throwback right there. <laughs> Welcome back to Discover the Leader in You. Today we're doing a behind-the-scenes look at publishing and a conversation with Dr. Jason Carthen. Before we went on break, I, I wanted to know a little bit more about this takeaway tackle. And so let me read to you guys what the takeaway tackle is for Chapter 1. Um, I gave you the quote earlier. And so after you read the middle part, this is what you'll get at the end. It says, it is 100% normal to feel fear in your daily journey of business life. The people who channel this fear into positive energy and aggressive work are the ones who live satisfied instead of scared. Read on for a related motivational message focused on removing barriers like fear to find the confidence to transform your goals into realities. Now, this doesn't just have to be in your business life. This is life in general. Yes. Um, but that's what the takeaway tackle is in Chapter 1. So, Dr. J, could you explain that to us? Yeah, absolutely. So, at the end of uh, that chapter, that specific one, you know, you've been challenged. I mean, I've been writing a few pages, probably maybe five or six pages that deal with different leadership styles, and then also engaging you around the idea of leadership and challenging maybe some held ideas you have regarding leadership. And so at the end, I give you a call to action. But also keep in mind, I've been asking you questions throughout, you know, trying to figure out exactly what is your take on leadership. And really the the goal and the idea is to have you think deeply about leading or aspiring to lead. And I want everyone to know this, too. It's not just written for leaders. I mean, this is written for moms. This is written for dads. This is written for, and I was very intentional with this, with the stories. It's written for anyone that wants to understand human behavior and the aspects of leadership. You know, so when you have that takeaway tackle or your call to action there, it really challenges you to think deeply about some things. And then I transition you or segue you into the next chapter. Because, you know, my goal here again is to equip you and give you the meat of how to deal with some things that may come into your purview, like conflict or, 
you know, if the baby, you're trying to put the baby down and the baby is just not having it and they keep getting right back up and, and you're stressed out and you're trying to figure out how you're going to navigate life, you know, these are some things, you know, that you can deal with as they relate to self-leadership or then leading others. So just want to make sure people understand that. I mean, I'm not going to paint you into a box. I mean, life is filled with so many different responses and experiences and I want to make sure we're intentional with equipping you to deal with many of them if not all and I like the fact that you said hey it's not just for leaders I mean followers mom dads brothers sisters cousins you Mm -hmm. know anybody and when we were talking about you know having this portion in the book we talked about how at the end of the the book it said tackle takeaway takeaway tackle rather and, you know, we thought about switching it and making it something else. But the fact is, the world is changing so much. We have females playing football. That's so right. a tackle can be for anybody. And the fact that women are doing what men do and, you know, men are encouraging women to come alongside them and do these different things. There is no limit to the audience uh, for this book, which is which is in itself why I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us a little bit more um, before we get into the good, good stuff as far as when you're going to release this and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um was there anybody in particular, and you know you don't have to say me because I know that that's the real answer, but who truly inspired you to go ahead and get and get this book out there? You are so bad. Well, uh, to be honest, I, I do have to take a moment because, you know, I'm, a, I'm really going to pull back the uh, curtains here. So just so everybody knows, my, my bride is tailor-made for me. She is funny. She uh, will challenge me. On many things, and she'll say, and and it's so funny. It's like, uh, I don't know if any of you have ever heard of the metaphor, the velvet hammer, <laughs> but basically it's, it's the idea that it's still so strong and sturdy underneath, you don't even know you're getting hit <laughs> when it's taking place. But my wife will tell me, hey, so where are you at on your book? Where are you at on your next chapter? Where are you at with your editing? All these different things, but... She has lovingly encouraged me to finish not only this publication, but I mean, some of the other ones as well. And and at the end of the day, you know, I need that because you get so caught up in trying to serve and stand in the gap for others that you can forget about some of your own aspirations and dreams that you've held dear for quite some time. And this one has been sitting on the back burner for the last 12 months and you know, she's just been very intentional with saying, hey, you know, you, you need to finish that. The world needs to hear what you're going to share. And that is impactful enough to make you go, OK, yeah, I really do need to finish this. And so, you know, I tell people a lot of time, you know, greatness doesn't sleep many days. You have to do what you need to do. And I'm not advocating a lack of balance. I'm not saying that at all. But understanding that you've been called to do something, you have a very finite time to be here on this earth. And you have to be intentional with carrying out what's been placed upon your heart. So, you know, hey, you've been very intentional, honey. I am going to say that. Uh, my girls have been intentional. <laughs> you know, uh, Destani has been funny. She will ask me, so, hey, daddy, where you at on, uh, you know, some of these uh, books you're talking about? And I don't know about you, but that can be convicting <laughs> where you feel like, hey, I need to keep moving forward. And so that's been good. Uh, but, yeah, my family has been very pivotal and helping me to uh, just stay focused and do what I need to do and uh, making sure that I maintain a very balanced lifestyle in terms of uh, writing and fitness and running marathons and doing all these other things. You we, know. we have a motto in our house. Uh, when the girls leave for school in the morning, daddy always tells them to attack the work. And so that in return, they come home and they they want to know, how have you attacked your work? Where are you at? What are That's you right. doing? And so you have to lead by example in that way. 
Now, you said that the the book kind of sat on the shelves for 12 months. Um, there are people out there who who feel like, you know, why should I publish my book? You know, Susie had the same story I had or Paul had the same story I had. What difference does it make? So what would you say to somebody who right now is, is struggling, who has, you know, maybe 12 chapters completed and just doesn't, eh, doesn't feel like they really need to, to get this out there because they don't feel like it's going to make a difference whether they publish or not. What would you say to them? Well, the first thing I'd say is beat back that voice, you know, um, and I'm just going to press the pause button for a second. <clears throat> There's something that's been uh, really shared with us from the time that we're young, you know, that says that we need to compete with everybody around us and we need to make sure we are I think I even have a quote that's coming out today about it that says that, hey, you know what? You have to be this way. And no one is really able to tell you what this is. And one of the things that I want to share with you today is that your story needs to be heard. Your story is your strength. And you've heard me say that before, but it bears repeating because each one of us has something very unique that's happened in our lives, even if it's just the normal day-to-day actions of life, then your story represents the normal day-to-day actions of life where many people may have had a tumultuous life or a conflict-filled life. So they need to hear that there's another side to it or vice versa. So if you have a story or a book on the inside of you, which it says 85% of the population does have that, uh, but less than 3% will actually publish it. My percentages may be off, but at the end of the day, we all struggle with writing or taking that first step. And M, as you said, shared at the very beginning of the show, you know what? It can be very tedious when you see that white screen in front of you. But the reality is that you must move forward, be intentional uh, with your writing and share your story with the world because you don't know who may need to hear what you're going to share. And then here's my call to action and challenge for you. Who are you? to withhold that story from someone that needs to hear it, you know, because, hey, you may pull someone back from the precipice of just devastation by your words and your encouragement and your life story, no matter what you perceive it to be. And I, and I just need to say thank you for sharing that. And also just to add on top of that, we're all different. Um, me, myself, I'm, I'm a Latina. So if I write a story, you have no idea how many Latinas out there are like, oh, my goodness, you know, she graduated from high school she went to the military like she's just like me or she's there's different there's different voices there's different techniques there's different stories and so you know you're a very well accomplished african-american man who made it to the nfl and then went back to school and has a phd i mean how many people do you know go back and do that so your story is not going to be the same as my story and it's not going to be the same as the next person's story so if you're out there holding a book Quit being stingy. Get it out there. <laughs> I like that. Quit Get being it stingy. Out there. And, you know, let me share something else, too. And I appreciate you sharing that because, you know, for a long time, I wouldn't share with people. I wouldn't tell people, you know, yeah, I have a Ph.D. or blah, 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 because I was afraid of people telling me. And I'm just going to throw this out here. I had an individual when I was going through my Ph.D. program, my second year of a very long program where many of us did not. <laughs> many people didn't finish, but they told me, you know what, why do you need that? I think that you should just forget about that and do something different. I will never forget that because 
that type of speaking death or negativity over my life could have derailed everything that we're talking about today. Because once you begin to settle, it's a slippery slope and you begin to go backwards. So you're right. Less than 1% of the population has a PhD. And the crazy part was, you know, I was trying to figure out, well, am I doing this for the right reason? It was a hunger and a thirst for knowledge to be able to share and equip other people. And I just thank you for just that gentle reminder that, hey, you know what? Your story could encourage somebody else mm-hmm. uh, to move forward and do something different. And, and I'm glad you threw in that uh, Latina piece. I'd love for you to take us to break. Uh. <laughs> this is my show. Thank you. Don't, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> She's would, spicy, I y'all. take us on break when we're ready. No, but we All do right. need to go on break. When we come back from break, I just want to know more about, you know, your launch date. Are we doing any book signings, different things like that? Yes. Where can people connect with you at? So get ready to put your business out there, baby. We need people to, to know what you're doing and how you're inspiring them. My name is Mariti Carthen. I am the privileged wife of Dr. Jason Carthen, and I am happy to be interviewing him today on our show. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to Discover the Leader in You. We are taking a look behind the scenes today and an interview with our very own Dr. Jason Carthen. And I must say, I've thoroughly enjoyed this. This is my first time just taking the show over on air. And um, I must admit, I was a little bit nervous at the beginning. But when you're passionate about something, and I, and I have to admit, I'm passionate about sharing good stuff with people. And this book is good stuff to me. And I wanted to share it with the world and to let you guys know that we have something coming out from everything that we do. And we want to share it with you. And with that being said, Dr. J, you know, what is the launch date for the general public? Yeah, well, uh, April 1st, and, you know, this is great because it coincides there, April 1st, and I'll have more information around that uh, soon. But the whole idea is, again, the book is done. We're actually just trying to position it so many people will begin to hear about it, have a greater understanding of what to expect, and I'm going to offer some great promotional pieces that go along with it. I'm not going to tell you those right now, but if you stay connected with me, especially on Twitter, at Jason Carthen, then also at my website, jasoncarthen.com, and even on Facebook, you have a greater idea of what's going to take place around the launch date and then some of the wonderful bonuses that you're going to receive, too, if you purchase the book. So make sure you stay tuned. But April 1, we're looking at that, and I expect everybody to go out and get a copy because it's going to be hot. So when you say everybody go out and get a copy, are there any plans for book signings or any other special promotion offers that you can share with us? Yeah, absolutely. Well, in the Cleveland area, we're certainly going to have a book signing. And then also I'm looking at Chicago, uh, also going to Toledo, uh, my original stomping grounds where I played some uh, football back that way. And then we're still in discussion around the country where we want to go and, you know, really want to maximize the value at the end of the day. Will you be going back to uh, Boston? That may work. I mean, like I said, we still got some. You want me to spill all the no, beans? No, I'm just asking because you know you said your old stumping grounds in Toledo, and I'm like, eh, okay, Toledo. That's <laughs> so I'm like, Wait, what about Boston? You know, I know. Patriot, Patriot land. land, yeah, and that's that's one of those things. As Patriot alumni, you get a chance to go back and do some things. So you know that may be a possibility. I'd love to go back to the stadium and be able to do that and. And I know I have some great fans there. I was able to go back and speak uh, at the stadium uh, about a year ago, I believe it was. And that was great, speaking to all the young people and 
some of the players as well. So, yeah, I mean, we're going to incorporate some things, but the biggest thing I would tell you right now is to make sure that if you're not following me on Twitter, make sure you do that because you get up to the minute um, feedback and responses, and, and the people are just great on there. I just had a tweet uh, come across from Umer uh, at Kumba303. That's my guy. He's always tweeting, just a great guy. And he says, something you said before break reminded me of something I tweet often. Leaders with great stories change behaviors. And Umer, I have to say that you are so correct, man. I just retweeted that and favorited it. And, brother, I appreciate your support. You're always intentional. Keep it coming. Yay, somebody's listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> no, but you said um, you were just talking about youth, too, and how you want to impact the, the lives of youth and stuff. And so I want to remind everybody, we are less than seven days away from our annual gala with the Leaders of Tomorrow Initiative, which yes. is a nonprofit that you started in 2008 mm-hmm. and which I have the privilege of leading as the executive director. Yes. We still have tickets available if you're interested in coming and seeing more about what we do on the nonprofit side. It is our annual Influence Charity Dinner and Silent Auction. The mm-hmm. date again is March 19th. It's taking place at the Hilton in Twinsburg, Ohio. Yes. And the proceeds benefit the Leaders of Tomorrow Initiative's mentoring and scholarship programs in the community. Yeah. It also goes to the fund, the Influence Study, which we track what we do with our, our mentees on a daily basis. They get a pre-test at the beginning and they get an exit test at the end. Mm-hmm. And we would love to share with you what we do. For more information on that, give me a call at 330-425-0962 or you can find us on the web at thelotinitiative.org. Again, we still have tickets left and it's next Saturday. You yeah. can catch us there. You can ask more questions about the book there as well and just meet our youth that are impacted by Dr. J. Yeah, and I want to piggyback on that because, M, you know, when I had the idea of my foundation, uh, you have you've taken this thing and you've turned it into something that <laughs> I've had some comments come to me to say, wow, I mean, she's so relational and and she's she's very warm in how she does things. And so you've taken the foundation to the next level. And I just want our listeners to understand, I mean, hey, please get involved with the lot initiative because young people's lives are being changed. And the gala is really an opportunity to be able to share and see the impact. We'll have a lot of our scholarship recipients, the Carthen Scholars come back from all over Penn State, Ohio State, Akron, all over. And that's their night to shine and then also just see just the impact that's taking place. So if you haven't checked out the Lot Initiative, the foundation, then you need to, if you can, come to the charity dinner. We'd love to be able to give you an opportunity to see what's taking place. And I I promise you one thing, Mariti will be there and she will do what she always does. I mean, she's just a great person and she'll interact and you will feel welcomed if you show up. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> now, before we uh, before we start wrapping up our show, because time always seems to fly by, mm-hmm. um, are there any taking any talking points or mm-hmm. taking away points? I should say too sure. for the book that will help someone to make a decision to purchase the book. Absolutely, thank you for that. And and that's it goes back to what we said at the beginning. You know, this is a resource. This is not meant for you to pick up and then put down. So, for example, one of the things that and you'll see this on the website too. You'll see. As a matter of fact, I'm glad you said that, M. Uh, very soon, the book also will have its own website. It will be 52 Ways uh, Leadership the Book. You'll be at dot com. You'll be able to go out there and you'll see a video from me and a call to action, sign up, and all that good stuff. But 
the book's talking points will give you a great idea of how you can use this as a resource. So, for example, you can provide coaching clients with a little bit of leadership background, you know, before a meeting. So, for example, you can take the 52 ways to tackle leadership and really give them some nuggets that they can use, you know, after your coaching session, you know, something like that. You can reinforce uh, some of the recommendations that you've made uh, as a leader. You can use points of reference from the book, different things like that. Uh, you can also reduce uh, your time that you may need to spend with clients. You can give them a copy of the book and then they can look at it and go, oh, that's what he meant or that's what she meant, uh, that sort of thing. So it also provides this action oriented to do list at the end. So the way I have it written, the way the chapters are written at the end, you have that call to action. So people can answer those things and go, OK, this is something for us to refer back to. How did you do when it came to dealing with fear? What was your outcome from that? Uh, and then also there's several other, but you, you'll you be able to see them at the website. I know we're running out of time. One of the last things, this will also serve as a resource. You guys know me. I'm in academia as well. I love to train and teach, and I serve as a dissertation chair for some of the brightest students in the country. This can serve as a case book. I mean, these are true stories that I have in here. So you know, it'll leave you more time for experiential activities in class. They can look at 52 ways and go, okay, this makes sense. This is what happened, you know. So this book is not just something to, to have. It's something that you can engage and you can continue to pick up and it can serve as a, a vital resource for you moving forward. Well, we definitely and certainly thank you for sharing all that information with us. The website, one more time for the book, is going to be? Uh, it's going to be 50, 52 ways. You put me on front street. 52 ways leadership, the book.com. And guys, we will rebroadcast this Thursday. It's March 17th, which is St. Patty's Day, I believe, mm -hmm. um, at jasoncarthen.com. And for those of you, it's C A R T H E N, <laughs> because I know a lot of times people think it's Carson or Carthon. It's Carthen, C A R T H E N. And right. it has been my privilege to interview today. Do you have any more comments for everybody before we go? Yeah, just my own personal call to action. I know we're almost out of time, but, you know, everybody that's listening, I just want you to know we do not take your presence for granted. Um, so many things happen during the course of a week and and different things can press into your life. And I tell people all the time, especially my students, sometimes life will happen and it will cause a disruption. But if we remain steadfastly focused on what we're called to do on a daily basis, some amazing things can take place. But we have to be fully present and we have to be cognitive of all the things that we can do and accomplish in this lifetime. But it's going to take intentionality. So I just want to encourage you to stay focused on what's been placed upon your life. And you know that some amazing things can take place. So. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I am Aridi Carthen. I've had the privilege of interviewing Dr. Jason Carthen today on our radio show. And remember that we always want you to live your destiny on a daily basis and make sure you're doing it on purpose. Take care, everybody. That's good stuff, man. Thank you.
You've been listening to Discover the Leader in You with the leadership linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen. We want to hear from you. Connect with us now. Visit our blog and visit our website at jasoncarthen.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Enterprises. Follow us on Twitter at Jason Carthen. Let's keep the conversation going. And if you want to listen to the podcast, go to jasoncarthenradio.com. Be sure to join us every Saturday at 2 p.m. on AM 1420, The Answer, to discover the leader in you. If you would like to be a sponsor for Discover the Leader in You, call Scott Souza at 1-440-552-2995. That's 1-440-552-2995.